welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Okie dokie, folks. It's that time. We're here for Married at First Sight, episode 18. Do you know what episode this is, Christy? Reunion. What? Finally. It's it's reunion time. 18 episodes in, and we're at part one of the reunion. Oh, yeah, well, we gotta stretch it out. Can't give it us all the good stuff. No, we, we definitely will be keeping some stuff for later. That's for sure. So before we get into all of this, is there anything you'd like me to know from a veteran married at first sight watcher to a not so veteran married at first sight watcher uh, just about about reunions and married at first sight and what what I sh- what should I be expecting here um well this one actually had a little bit of a different format cuz normally they start with the individual interviews with Kevin Frazier and then like towards the end um then they go to like the big group but this time we like really started off with a bang because I think they actually did film it second based on like when he greeted them later I was like okay that's the first time he's seeing them but seriously they they ruined the chronological order of, that's what i think because um, he was like oh good to see you guys or something and talked about their the girls dresses or whatever so i think the big group thing was probably filmed after the mm-hmm. sit downs but i liked this format better so who who actually is kevin frazier because i feel like i should know him and he seems um, vaguely familiar i've but... never heard of him before his hosting the reunion so i don't know has he re- has he hosted before? Yeah, he usually hosts the reunion. Okay, so they just found him somewhere. He's not like an expert that I just didn't know exists. No. Okay. Oh, I was about to be very embarrassed if that was something that I needed to know. Is there anything else? Um, I don't. I don't really think so. I'm hoping the experts show up. It, they've they've it, shown up the last couple of years. It did look like they're going to be making an appearance next episode based on the promos. Yeah, last year they were trying to like, I don't know, they were kind of arguing with one of the couples about this one person was like, well, you didn't give me what I asked for. So they were kind of there to like (laughs) try to smooth things over. But Uh, I mean, it seems like the experts will be just about as involved in the reunion as they were in the show. Am I allowed to say that? Is that <laughs> is that too inflammatory? Oh, no, you said it. <laughs> uh, I can always cut it out later. All right. Well, all that to say, let's, <laughs> boy howdy, let's let's get into this <laughs> group therapy session. I love reunions so much. They are the best part of every season. Yeah, so yeah, this one started with them all together, and, you know, we start out a little, like, soft, nothing too difficult. Like, oh, what was it like seeing yourselves on TV? I also thought it was funny that Kevin Frazier mentions that, like, he's he's 
able to ask all the questions or whatever, however he phrased it. And Mitch bursts out in that classic Mitch, like, awkward laugh that he has. (laughs) Well, I will say Kevin usually does dig a bit and ask some messy questions that the audience wants to know. Look, we we want the answers to all the messy questions. Yes, I mean... It's of utmost importance. I feel like we didn't touch on Mitch's, like, cleanliness stuff, like I was hoping, but... We might, we might still get to that. Hopefully next There's week. There's still another, well, I guess more like one, one hour and 25 minutes or one hour and 35 minutes, however the commercials work out. So what, what was it like for them watching themselves? Well, Kristen said she learned she over-enunciates. That's not something I'd noticed from her speech pattern, had you? Uh, I mean, I guess a a little bit. It wasn't anything that was distracting, unlike Mitch's behavior constantly. Well, (laughs) there is that. Yeah, I guess Alexis thought that she under-enunciated. Yeah, I I mean, they brought up the celibant quote. Yeah, that's not, that's not so much an, an enunciation issue, more of just a, a word mix-up. But there are other instances I could, I, I could I could see where that might be the case, that she under-enunciates yeah, a bit. Yeah, she said, just use subtitles. Uh, yeah, well, what about the other couples? Well, they touch on Stasha and Nate, and they did a montage of all of their, like, sex stuff how open and go with the flow they are he talks about the vibrator i couldn't tell if by the time they filmed this reunion that vibrator episode would have aired because it looks like the cast were kind of seeing that for the first time on the little screen i mean i feel like it's equally as traumatic whenever you you see that um (laughs) Isn't, aren't you skipping ahead a little bit? Didn't Justin have something to say about his crying a lot? Um, yeah, I think he did mention. Oh, he he did. Absolutely. He, uh, he can, he learned that he can develop tough skin, which I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that necessarily, given what we're all about to go through. But uh, yeah, that was just a brief moment before we got the the sex montage. I mean, Kevin called them the poster children for sex, (laughs) which just okay. uh, I I mean, you you do you. I just, it's not really my style personally, but I think they had some great moments together. Wonderful moments. So do you want to talk about the first blow up? Well, Kevin kind of teed it up being like, is anyone, like, is anyone not on good terms? Is anyone blocked? So that sounded like a, he was prompted to ask well, of of, of course. So apparently Justin has <laughs> unfollowed everybody. He has blocked Nate. 
He thinks Nate is fake, two different people, depending on who he's around. And Nate asked for an example of this, and Justin said, well, you said we were going to be there for each other, but then later, your dad raised you a certain way, and you're not gonna, I guess, follow through with what you said, but you were willing to be all up in Ben's business. I just, can I just say quickly here, I, I, I don't really understand when people get so much in a tizzy about something like this because like that there's such an easy explanation for that it's like yeah generally he doesn't try to get involved in other people's business and if you're like going going to him and being like oh okay like let's do all this stuff he doesn't really want to be involved but there might be a, a moment or two where he feels prompted to get involved i think the moment specifically that justin was talking about was when the the girl power moment we had where they all went over and he kind of called morgan out for her hostility is like that's a that's a very different setting and yeah. so i feel like it's maybe this is a bit of a hot take but i feel like it's a bit fake for justin to to be harping on that i thought it was a reach yeah it's, it's just literally two different circumstances it doesn't mean that that he's just putting on a facade a different facade in every different i just, I just think thing. justin thought he had this gotcha moment but it really fell flat and then nate said yeah i'm not looking to be your therapist <laughs> it's weird that you're upset i'm not paying attention to you Man, that it's just a mess. Like I feel like Justin came into this like on just like on on something like not like drugs, but just on like, edge. Yeah, okay. just <laughs> just wanted to clarify like a chip like, a chip on okay, his shoulder. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I I've never really known fully what to make of Justin because he does kind of he oscillates back and forth a lot between different emotional spaces and it's a bit confusing yeah he's just also awkward to watch on television Mm -hmm. well he has that baby face and then he like does these things where it's like he's it's a really weird mixture of like super confidence and absolutely zero confidence (laughs) does that does that make sense kind of is it's weird and i feel weird describing it like that but that is kind of how i feel or maybe like super confident and hyper insecure maybe is is yeah it's almost like there's this like fear behind the like macho things he's trying to oh, say oh absolutely and i feel like that extends to because because nate called him a crybaby which yeah, multiple is, times a, a, a little mean maybe you don't need to keep prodding yeah. that but nate knew that would get under his skin every time he said it oh yeah uh, absolutely but so then i feel like the most explosive thing about this in its ridiculousness is that Justin then claims that Nate made a pass at him. Twice. 
twice. What do you think about that? I mean, when this aired in the preview last week, everyone was like, oh, what's that? Some people were like, oh, maybe he meant like tried to physically assault him or something. But no, a literal like hit on me type pass. And Justin's reasoning for this is that Nate complimented him two days in a row. Two days in a row. (laughs) (sighs) This is even more of a reach (laughs) than the previous thing. It's also just, it's one of those things that I feel like, I I don't even know how to describe it. It's one of those things where you're like projecting all this stuff and and it goes back to as well i think the whole macho thing you were talking about it's like justin has this image in his mind of like how specifically like how a man should be Mm -hmm. and and it feels like he's in some degree he's always like fighting against that himself because He's probably way more emotional than he like thinks a man should be. And then he also has all this stuff happening on the outside. And so I just I think he doesn't know really what to make of that. And it's just it's weird to me when when men like just attribute stuff to that like oh wow that dude takes a shower every day he must be gay or like like i know that's kind of an extreme example but there i've seen a lot of weird stuff out there like that where it's just like having such a specific image in your mind of something and trying to be so macho that you're just like anything that is slightly different from that or perceived in a specific way you're just gonna try to like other that or attribute it to something that like you because he tried he tried to like be like not like being gay is bad but like you're making a pass at me do you you remember that he was kind of he didn't he didn't didn't actually go that far as saying but he's like you know you like you you know what i mean like (laughs) i i just think he combo of him not liking Nate and then also just I don't know just kind of like what you were saying like a man complimenting another man doesn't mean you're gay it's like you could you're allowed to say something nice about your friend like without it being it didn't without it meaning anything more like it's just a compliment Right, I I did like what what Kevin said. There's like, you know, like I I just like just because a a guy compliments a, a woman doesn't mean he wants to sleep with her. Like it's just so weird that you, that's where you go to is like, oh, he complimented me, so he must just be gay and like be making a pass at me. So str- it was just so strange. So ridiculous. Like when we saw that in the preview, I thought there was going to be something where Nate actually did something for Justin to make a wild claim like that, but it was nothing. Just totally out of left field. Uh, so at this uh, point, everyone is like, 
is getting heated. Justin <laughs> stands heated. up Very out of his heated. chair and he's like, of course, so tall. So it's just like this right, but towering he, over him. But again, he, he's like trying to project this tough guy. This tough guy thing. And I don't know, maybe I shouldn't go here. But like, I feel like I've seen too that there can be some extra like layers in black communities specifically regarding like them like men and like aversion to being gay and like reacting i have heard that strongly to that and like any sort of like it's like it would be like super bad for anybody to suggest that but then why even bring that up because like you have now just opened yourself up to that by See, I don't think so. I, I, I think that in in his mind, maybe subconsciously, that's kind of like the worst place he can go. Like that would kind of be the worst thing to be. And I'm not saying that necessarily he hates gay people or or is homophobic or anything, but like it seems like that in his mind, that's like a big negative. And so he's like, "Well, you made a pass at me." So is he? So you're saying he's basically accusing? He's like trying to take Nate down by saying like yeah, one of the yeah, worst basically things. like like you're not, you're not as you're not as macho. You're like you're not as much of a man, like that sort of thing. It's also just like so weird to have beef with someone else in that way. It's yeah. just like I mean, what. What is I, happening? I, I could be mis misreading it, but it it seems like that's could could be could be part of it, especially as as macho as Justin tries to portray himself and has throughout this entire thing. He's always been like, oh, oh, "I got you, baby." Oh well, yeah, yeah. You like you don't have to worry about a thing when you're with me. Like, and even the stuff at the beginning of the season where you talk about all the women like ogling right, him. Right, exactly. I'm now doubting oh, that. A I bit. doubted that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's not to say that like people couldn't find him attractive. It's just it's this this armor of of maleness of how he views maleness that is just it's it's unhelpful to me. And I think that at the end of the day, kind of ended up being a pretty big negative for alexis even though no. as we know alexis was has not been blameless throughout this process as well but no well. i was i was happy to see that nate stayed in his seat <laughs> like we don't need to escalate this yeah, the whole time stash was like don't you freaking go anywhere bro <laughs> don't you and uh. then alexis and justin go backstage and he, she has to calm him down she's like can you regulate yourself there's that word again <laughs> No, he this can't. is not a healthy relationship with the two of them. No, uh, he he really could use some extra tools in his emotional toolbox. I've said this before for a lot of these people, but that's uh, when push comes to shove. That seems like what is missing for a lot of these people is it just it's difficult for them to take what is happening internally and process it in a constructive manner. I mean, he wanted he wanted to smack him or something. Yep, it certainly looks like it. Yeah, I love how like <laughs> when he came back one of the film crew was like standing in the middle of the room like ready to tackle somebody <laughs> if necessary. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, Kevin telling Nate to elevate his status. Yeah. Don't stoop to his level. <sighs> so you would think after all that that Justin would simmer down. But Please. we learned that he unfollowed Kristen. His she quote oh, acts a certain that way. Was, that was so funny to me that he just had this com- totally petty reason for every single one of them. I know, like why <laughs> is maybe you're the problem, Justin? That that is a possibility. He also unfollowed Lindy and Morgan because they went on a hike without him. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> Well, they they said he could come along, and then they went without him. Okay, that is horrible. I, I suppose so. And then he unfollowed Stasha because of his beef with Nate. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's the one that makes the most sense. <laughs> uh yeah. So much. I, well, I I forget who said this, but uh, me, maybe it was. I, I think actually it was Kristen. Kristen's like the mature one. Uh, where she was saying that Justin unfollowed and refollowed and unfollowed all of them. <laughs> so petty. Uh, he just he like that that like emotional dysregulation. I think is at the crux of a, a lot of this because I just I just think that he really has a lot of emotional issues and he doesn't he doesn't know how to deal with them well and so it's like his go-to is to just scorched earth and that yeah. is a little terrifying it would probably be more terrifying if he didn't look like somebody decapitated a doll and put it on the body of a man <laughs> but it's still a little disconcerting because that's something that you'd like to think most adults have resolved like how to interface with the world in a healthier way, but I guess not. Yep, that was the I guess pretty much the end well, of the group. Pr- pretty much then, not quite because then he tr- <laughs> Justin tries to like they try to go back and forth again, and everyone's like, "No, please, oh, why, please, just leave, leave it." <laughs> I I did think that this quote from nate was accurate about justin when he said that justin is always in his feelings yep that's true and look it's not it's not bad to feel your feelings and it's not bad to have feelings but you gotta you gotta learn how to harness them for the powers of good so are you ready to move on yeah. Everyone else was ready to move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was so ready to move on. Yes, yeah, so we go back in time, I suppose, to a sit down with Kristen and Mitch. Mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't get a ton new from this segment. A lot of it was kind of rehashing what we saw before like I mean, explaining that, yeah that was pretty much the whole oh, door open or a jar conversation yeah and once again i don't feel like mitch was that in the wrong there he was just trying to make things clear like no and he 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 did he did 
sort of say exactly how I how I thought that he was taking it. Basically, he felt like everyone was ganging up on him, and so he was just like defensive in that moment. Yeah. And you know that far from the worst thing he's done this season, right? And I I don't I know we've been harsh before. <laughs> On Mitch, many, many, many people across the world on the internet have been harsh to Mitch, but I do think there's something to be said about how not everyone reacts to pressure or perceived pressure in the same way, and so I just don't think that Mitch is somebody who processes in the moment perhaps quickly enough to not say a lot of the stuff that he says like he's still as (laughs) as nate said in in his feelings and he hasn't processed enough to be like oh yeah like i understand why why like they're kind of piling on me right now let me just like not make this worse but instead it's like he says it's the first is the first thing to come out and that's just that's just the reality of how how some people are and i don't necessarily think that that even reflects poorly on him i think it's just a character trait some people have like certain people are cooler under pressure some people have less anxiety some people just process faster so i'm not going to i'm not going to hold that over him it certainly made for an entertaining season, though. Oh, it was absolutely entertaining. And even, like, that that particular moment, like, and he noted this as well, but, like, Lindy was so pissed at him <laughs> at, in, that, in that setting. She was like, off with his head. Get out of there, girl. Run as far as you... And, it's very definitive. And, you know, that that's maybe not the best feeling to be faced with that. So... yeah. There, there you go. It was entertaining. I would I want to be married to him? No, no, no. But entertaining TV. And it seemed like from what we saw in After Party, which is filmed, a lot of those episodes were filmed after even this reunion. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's really like learned a lot, especially like seeing himself on TV. Yeah, it, it's. I think you you see yourself in a totally different way. It's it's so exposing. Yeah, that... I mean, I wouldn't want to be in this position. Have <laughs> the entire country see? No, I'm all of my flaws. I'm I'm way too awful to be on reality TV. I'm gonna stick with the podcast where I can edit out some of the ho- most horrible <laughs> things I say. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, they seem like they're in, o- in an okay place. Yeah, they're they're amicable. Yeah, just. I mean, you can't you can't really ask for much more in that sort of situation. They're not angry at each other. It just didn't work yeah. out for all the reasons we've talked about. <laughs> I bet you're super happy for Kristen. <laughs> this was the ending that Christy had been hoping for this whole season. Yep, just hoping she wasn't saddled. <laughs> Unbelievable. I just, I want her to be able to use a paper towel to wipe up something in the kitchen if she wants to. <laughs> That's all. Wow. Such a high, such a high bar. <laughs> what did you think of Kristen's post 
married at first sight life that she's living now? Um, it's she said she um has moved. Mm-hmm. Um Or like to the East Coast is she, she's like, at least spending a lot of time on the East Coast because she got reassigned to the East Coast office of yeah. where she works. So I think she mentioned like New York City or something. Mm-hmm. Should we just go to the Kristen and Mitch hot seat since we're already talking about them? Uh, yes. Um, we absolutely should. There are some like interesting things that were said <laughs> there. That, <laughs> um, the one that stood out to me was that Kristen still doesn't believe Mitch wasn't attracted to her. Oh, I I totally agree with that. I, Wait, I you am... agree that Mitch wasn't attracted, or that no, I agree with Kristen that he always was attracted to her, and oh, interesting, and that he just like he just does not deal with pressure at all, or or how or perceived pressure. He just cannot handle it. And so, like, I mean, we, look, everyone's, there's, there's a reason there's a Twitter account called Mitch's Band-Aid or whatever it is. <laughs> like, it's because that whole, that, that whole was day so funny. was a disaster in a lot of ways. And that was even before he married Kristen. Right. But he was, I mean, you know, he was freaking out. He was, he was all tied in a knot internally and... And so I yeah I do agree with Kristen that there always was attraction there, but he was just like so overwhelmed and shut down that his response was like, oh no, I'm I'm just not that attracted to you. Yeah, that was just because really I feel puzzling. like in the moment in his Mitch mind, that was easier to like get out there versus. I'm just like incredibly overwhelmed and so stressed that like this this situation I regret deeply signing up for this show. I didn't I didn't realize that the commitment was going to be so stressful. Like it's way harder to say that stuff versus just like uh I don't know. You're wearing a lot of makeup right now, so I don't know how I really feel about you. Let's get some of that off and maybe I can make a more accurate <laughs> assessment. I mean, the makeup thing came up again. Kristen said that was the breaking point with the conversation with his with her sister. Yes, yes. The, uh, the going to the sister to ask for advice on how to get Kristen to wear less makeup. <laughs> All-time terrible decision. Yeah. And then there was the whole conversation about the retreat with Mitch saying he still had concerns after the retreat. And then Kristen's like, wait, hold on a second. Like, we had a good time with the retreat. We had some moments, which I'm interpreting as sexual moments. Yeah. I'm not sure how else to interpret that. And then Mitch has to go back and clarify, oh, no, my concerns were on a broad level. We did have a good time with the retreat. Because she was about to be like, hold up. <laughs> like, are you just playing me based on how you acted at the retreat if you still had concerns? Well, but also, like, she was just g going based off of his constant erections. 
is is what it boils down to. Apologies for such blunt terminology, but let's let's be real. That's what he was talking about when he said he's easily excitable. Yes, he did mention that. <laughs> I, I guess I guess the the bikini did him in. Just oh yeah, that was on the honeymoon. Yep. Uh, yeah. Man, these two really could have worked if. <laughs> well, let's let's not go down there. <laughs> Look, you don't, you don't you you've said so many times you don't want to go down that path. You're so happy for Kristen to be by herself. You no, know, it just Mitch would have behaved differently, but alas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's just how the cookie crumbled. He in the end he couldn't do it. He couldn't. Nope put forth the the amount of commitment that she needed and so they parted ways i mean i i do have a lot of respect for them in this context because whatever flaws mitch was bringing to the table look i'm Kristen had flaws too but nothing in, that got to the level that we saw with a bitch at least but still i'm pretty happy how this turned out because i feel like I feel like this was the best outcome for them, just, like, especially Kristen, obviously, but, like, for them, since there was just too much there to overcome, and so I think it was very honest and pragmatic and intelligent to be like, this this isn't going to work, and that doesn't mean that we don't care about each other but it's just it's not going to work in that way and so part part like that versus kind of antagonistically like so many of these people do yep. <laughs> it's like so many of these people end up like hating each other's guts i mean mark and Lindsay from last season it's yeah i feel like this like you said good outcome mm-hmm. i feel like hopefully some environmentalist will dm Slide into Mitch's DMs. Hopefully she doesn't accidentally slide into the Band-Aids DMs. <laughs> and then I'm sure Kristen will find someone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everything's good there. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the hobbies section. Because <laughs> I guess I this, about that. this was from when they like the day that they went and visited Mitch's dead dad and they went to like the baseball field and stuff. Yeah. Like Mitch asked her, did she have hobbies just kind of digging at her? I'm not sure what he was implying that she doesn't have any interests or. I think it it was maybe from a place of he, he has very specific like hobby hobbies in in that like you're not gonna just go out there and it's like well time to do my hot like time to do my chore of surfing like in, in the way that you might look at or some people might look at like say cooking for example like she likes to cook and she views that as a hobby Sometimes people are like, well, I know, but technically, like, you have to, 
eat to survive. So like cooking isn't a hobby. I feel like it was more in that context where he has like these things that are like, well, these, these things that I do are, are like actual hobbies. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know if what you do really counts necessarily. I feel like like it was kind of why still, how is it any of his business? Like the, the level of quality of Kristen's hobbies. Oh, I mean, it's, it's not, it's just, that's such a weird thing to (laughs) dig at someone like, yo, your hobbies aren't good enough or like, what you're doing doesn't count as a hobby. Oh, I, I agree. Because in my opinion, you can really make a hobby out of pretty much anything. Uh, yeah, but, that's just another one of those things. Where I'm like, Mitch, what what are you doing? <laughs> but after we, see the, we, after we see the footage, Kevin's like, so does Kristen have hobbies? And she's <laughs> like, yes, 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 she has hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, man, he stuck his foot in his mouth so many times. Oh, yeah. He's a real foot-in-mouth machine. (laughs) You have anything else on them? Um, Just a couple quick things. First of all, just, again, asking about potential for the future. And Mitch was just saying that, like, he still has feelings for her and, and all that. But, like, it's just very unlikely that anything yep. would ever happen and Kristen is a Kristen's a definite no she, yeah I think I think the door is permanently closed for both of them oh I I would agree with that uh especially from Kristen's end because I I just don't think that they could ever really get to a place where she would be comfortable enough in his commitment like in trusting his commitment yeah, even if he's like oh come back to me please i've i've changed and i'm like i am all in on marriage now i feel like that would be very hard to take at face value it's not even just him being committed marriage wise it's all of his requirements for her requirements he doesn't have any requirements (laughs) yes it's also the requirements for sure so that's 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 over but the other quick thing was apparently they they made out well Kristen was wearing that that mustache in the the costume that she was wearing <laughs> that was very weird to see just a little bit it was like tickling him and so he was like giggling and then they just like started making out I like why Kristen said like, things went well on the retreat for them it was like that was like Mitch on Mitch <laughs> that's probably the weirdest thing Mitch on Mitch right there. Ooh. Hey, he seemed to like it. Right. <laughs> See, that's that's almost more concerning. Uh, well, should we go? Who would you like to talk about next? Back in time again. I guess Lindy and Miguel. Yes. So they're still are, married. They're still they're still married. Okay. Okay. They have moved into Miguel's place and. He's given her free reign to put up artwork and photos and plants. So, uh, it seems like things are going well. She plays Dungeons and Dragons weekly. I still... I didn't see that coming. I still don't know if I fully believe that she's actually into or any good at that. But maybe maybe now that she's in a better um, like headspace, she can... She can have more room to play perhaps 
Yep. And of we, course, we had to revisit. Yeah, yeah, we get to revisit the traumatic couples retreat with prom and the dodgeball game and <laughs> oh. all those fun times. Oh, the crying, so much crying. I really did feel for her over that couples retreat, like the frustration. Yeah. I I felt that on a deep level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael, uh, M- Miguel has learned a lot. <laughs> yes. He, I think he said he's doing a better job of not taking stuff personally and I guess just regulating himself emotionally better. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have to, we have to ask, really, you know, has, has Miguel actually seen Lindy at her worst? <laughs> he says yes. He, well, I, I, it seemed like more of a maybe. Well, I don't know. It's all relative <laughs> anyway, but. No, I mean, after after some explanation, it, seem, it seems like may, maybe he has. Like, they worked up to her worst. So maybe maybe he actually has now. But hopefully she's no longer kind of holding that over his head anymore. Yeah, that, that narrative needed to end. Yeah. I'm I'm glad. We also I'm glad it's over. Had the discussion about the last name she has hyphenated, hmm. which seems to make both of them happy. So, yeah, because it, uh, it checks the boxes of taking his last name while also making her feel secure. So, I mean, that's that's marriage for you. It's compromise. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta compromise. Otherwise, what you doing? Nothing. Spiraling towards death. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we learned they want kids about a year after they get a house. Mm-hmm. Just not McGindy. No, no, we can leave the devil robot baby behind. <laughs> devil <laughs> robot baby. Yeah, Wendy definitely wanted to throw that out the window. Yeah. It's a good thing that they took it away when they did. It was probably too expensive. They they were probably like reviewing the footage as it, that stuff was happening. We're like, okay, we need to send in somebody to take the baby because this robot baby is too expensive they to get never o- have, go off the balcony. They should never <laughs> have been given that in the first place. That really that really almost ruined them. That didn't yeah. it? It almost ended their whole marriage. But. Lindy will love her human child. Yes, we had to make that clear. <laughs> Anything else on them? Ah, uh, well, Lindy did say that she she was ready to make a kid tonight. When, oh, I guess when, I missed when that. When asked what their timeline was, and she was like, "Uh, make make a kid tonight." Maybe like get some more marriage under your belt first. <laughs> You you don't think they should have gotten pregnant on the honeymoon and had a baby no. three months after after uh, well actually it, would it even would it, it would have been like two months right because it's it's two months for the married at first sight and then is it another six months after that or is it six months total? They're from, from beginning of the show to reunion. Oh, well, it's, it's like an additional five or six months past decision day. Right. So they basically could have been almost, like, if if they had conceived 
during the honeymoon. She would have been like eight months pregnant or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've never had that happen on the show so far. (laughs) That would be pretty wild. Yeah, you show up. Yeah, to the reunion. Oh, like, that would be about a, to pop. That would be a whole extra level of mess there. I don't believe I have anything else for Miguel and well, Lindy. Let's do Nate and Stasha then. Okay. Well, I I need to know your opinion about this. What do you think about their living arrangement? I don't like it. <laughs> Like, so we learned they're still married, but they're back and forth between both of their places because apparently he still has his lease for eight more months. But, like, why wouldn't you just pick a spot? I feel like moving back and forth has got to add stress and just, like, wasting time, seems like. Yeah, I, I guess the the one thing that is more hopeful or not as bad to me is that they are moving back and forth together well yeah at least they're not separated but <laughs> right. they're 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 not staying in their own domains by themselves they are going back and forth but yeah that does add a level of complexity i also i mean i'm not gonna pretend to know the specifics of his lease arrangement i just know that generally speaking and uh, this is the case in California as far as I know and just about the case everywhere as far as I know. But, like, you're probably not going to suffer a whole lot if you break a lease, especially in this economy. You're, like, you're not going to really suffer if you break a lease because typically it's just you break your lease, okay, well, you're on the hook for paying until they find a new tenant and legally they're required to actually try to find a new tenant so yeah i just found the whole thing fishy yeah i mean we we did find out and no surprise that like they were doing this primarily because he was more comfortable with it because he's still having issues accepting that he's just going to be stuck in her environment forever (laughs) i just feel like almost everything they said during this segment made me feel uneasy about them (laughs) especially the more like it went along i was like oh oh this is not (laughs) going well i i agree with you Uh, it's it's a little i mean stasha the whole like housing situation stasha wasn't saying a whole lot she looked like she was biting her tongue like she was holding back her true feelings on that right it was a it was a compromise but it it seems like it was a compromise that she was not happy about yeah i think she wants him to just move in with her yeah I'm, i'm not not surprised at all so then we kind of move on to the whole emotional part of which I just am exhausted by this <laughs> dilemma between the two of them because I feel like I don't, I still don't understand what Stasha is asking for because it's all super vague. Like, I want more emotional stimulation. Like, what does that mean? That's not 
concrete enough for me. I don't know if Nate's struggling with that too, but if you say that's what you want, I don't know how to give you that because I don't, it's not defined enough for me. Well, I guess it's a good thing you're not married to Stasha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do say that she's a moving target. That Yeah, see, that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> like, it's almost like she'll never be satisfied. Yeah, that is a concern. And that is a concern that I have about the longevity of their marriage here. I mean... Stasha's always moved much more quickly in the emotional realm, which yeah. has always caused tension, and it still causes tension. I mean, it seems it's not even the whole I love you thing, because now Nate says it almost every day, but there's still apparently something missing with his emotions, I guess. I, I still maintain that she doesn't 100% know what she wants, and so she keeps changing it up to try to f find out what that is, but ultimately, perhaps it's not just about what she wants. Like, not even, not even like in a relationship context of like his, what he wants is important too. But like, I don't, I don't know that putting all these things out there that she wants, like, I don't think that's going to necessarily fulfill her as a person or satisfy her. Cause I don't know if that's, really the root cause i think they both have childhood and world uh trauma that they project on each other and what do you know in both cases it's the right thing to push the tension button <laughs> there's also a discussion about nate trying to do things around the house but stasha trying to like overtake him or do it for him so he's not letting she's not letting him step up in that way yeah kevin asks if stasha is better at giving up control uh that's a no <laughs> no <laughs> it's a big fat no there and then things take a bit of a negative turn because there was some, I don't remember what the question was, but the way Stasha answered it, she answered it in a certain tone, like, well, yeah, he kind of does stuff, and Nate, in oh, the yeah, moment, talking, calls that out. Yeah, talking about give, not giving him credit for stuff. Nate just really wants to be appreciated, and he wants to, he wants to, well, okay, I shouldn't say that because he, he kind of speaks out about that meaning that he he knows that she appreciates him and appreciates what he does but she doesn't give him credit yes this is where the moving target thing comes in yeah and i mean i do like i do empathize with that because i know even though like life life isn't all about getting credit you know for what you do and you know there are there are all sorts of things in life like it's just a lot of the time you aren't going to get credit for the good stuff you do but at the same time it is nice to have that actual recognition yeah of like hey yeah i noticed you do you do do this stuff to 
to show that you care about me versus just being like having that inside of yourself and just not saying anything about it. Yeah. It's been a little bit of a bugaboo for our, our man Nate here. Yeah, they're like stuck in this cycle because she wants more from him, but he wants credit for what he's already done, which probably makes him less likely to do more. Right, and she also doesn't want to like, I feel like she has very specific criteria and so she like puts things in boxes and how she thinks about stuff. So like, she's like, oh, well, you booked a like an axe throwing date well i don't care about throwing axes like you did that for yourself like i'll spend time with you and appreciate you and spend you know appreciate spending time with you but like that's not something that registers for me yeah but he still wants credit for that yeah so it's tough they continue to miss each other they're trying to communicate and they keep saying that they're to keep communicating but it does not seem to have been very effective thus far they also disagree about when they want to have kids so that's another obstacle uh they remain in limbo yeah i don't feel great about their chances sadly i don't either i think there's a lot to resolve here you know, and Stasha, like, Stasha is all about consistency. She's like, there, there, like, there have been moments, like, all these moments, but I want it to con- be consistent. It's like, I don't even think you know what you want to be consistent necessarily. <laughs> so that's, that's fun. Utmost confidence in the survival of their relationship. Nope. Sadly, doesn't, doesn't look good. <clears throat> sadly, I get the feeling that one day in the future, we're going to be talking about, you know, Married at First Sight season sixteen, Married at First Sight season seventeen, and one of those episodes, we're gonna start the episode and be like, "Hey guys, sorry to have to announce this, but we just got the news." Nate and Stasha broke up. I don't think you'll have to wait that long. Oh! <laughs> season 18 or whatever you said. Yeah, you know, I only went two seasons, okay? <laughs> I only went two seasons. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't think they're going to last another six months? Well, I was thinking not another two years from now, but I mean, stranger things have happened, but. Uh, we can. I would not be surprised. We can hope, anyways, that they figure out how to resolve these things. Because I mean, I don't know. I I think they're a pretty decent match if they can overcome that stuff. Yeah. There you go. We should do Morgan and Ben real quick. Sure, go ahead. I took zero notes on them because I didn't care. There wasn't much to say. I mean, Morgan finally got her real authentic apology from Ben because it was after filming. No one told him to apologize. It's <sighs> like, okay, I guess I'm glad you're happy, but I feel like he apologized a bunch of times during Yeah, but none filming. of those counted because other people always told him to apologize. 
I feel like that's not even true, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely true for part of it, but that's just the reality I feel like is if you do something boneheaded, if if you have like friends of integrity, those friends should be getting on your case and be like, hey, you screwed up. Like, I I hope you're resolving this. Yeah. But also, I, I would agree that I don't think that was the case in all of those instances. I think a lot of that was of his own accord as well. So it just, I don't know. I was just disappointed that nobody called her out for how just cold and mean she was to him all season. But mm-hmm. I was a little surprised she didn't bring like a framed copy of her printed out medical license to like hit him <laughs> over the head like a like a wrestling match with a with a folding chair. <laughs> I saw a tweet saying they're surprised she didn't show up in nursing scrubs. <laughs> that so. was basically her entire wardrobe the whole season. Yeah. Uh, so what a what what's a misfortunate event? Ben does not plan on getting married anytime soon. Nope. Or dating. He is like I'm working need, on himself. I'm, I'm gonna need to take a minute here. He took a job as a project manager, mm-hmm. and Morgan is planning to travel to Europe. So, and they also seem like they don't hate each other at the moment either, which is good. They seem to be on good terms. Uh, well, thank goodness because I don't know if I could have taken any more of that dynamic. I know <laughs> the like the just constant apology and head shaking from Ben, and he, as uh. he's trying to like. That was exhausting. Get, get her to like remove the spear from under his rib cage, <laughs> and she's like stomping and stomping around. Oh, it was kind of painful to watch. It was a lot of times the drama is entertaining. I didn't so much agree in this no, case. No, not with them. No, it was more just pain pure <laughs> pure pain and oh. lastly we have alexis and justin oh goodness gracious what a segment this was <laughs> well why why don't you go ahead and tell us about it <laughs> i don't remember how this oh I, that's how it was so kevin's like oh i heard a rumor that you guys like actually consummated the marriage on the honeymoon even though during the show they it was like a long ways into filming and they're like, yeah, we yeah, finally it was basically did. like the second to last week. Yeah. And so like Alexis is like, well, I'm not going to say anything. But then Justin, of course, like can't help but share because I guess this makes him look better. But he's like, oh, yeah, we consummated the marriage on the honeymoon. And then Alexis is like, we tried to. And I'm Ugh. like, oh. What does that mean? Yet again, the differing (laughs) standards on what constitutes sexual activity between these two. And then Justin said, well, in my eyes, I'm like, you penetrated, which I cannot believe he said on national television. (laughs) And then it got worse. And he says, like, we orgasmed. And then he says, well, it sounded like you did. Uh, Yeah, I did. Because she she was like, bro, 
You're the only one that got any sexual satisfaction <laughs> out of that. I mean, the look of skepticism, like the smirk she had on her face, like well, especially so how funny. she described it initially, which was they dabbled in adult things during the honeymoon. <laughs> that does not speak uh, very confidently to much of any actual sexual activity if you're if you're using terms like you dabbled <laughs> uh, no that's that doesn't sound fulfilling i also love how justin claims that it was his choice to break up did you see that yes that, not true <laughs> once again like i I mean, Alexis is the one who says I want a divorce. So Justin has, it's, there's like a some pride mixed in with all the other things you were talking about earlier with him. Yeah. And that's not a good combo. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not. It's, he just gets onto something like a dog with a bone and just it, that's, that's it. He's not going to give it up. And it just keeps going on and on. And she's like, please, just sh shoot me now. I can't. I can't go on. Yep. So obviously they are still not together. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we're going to get a whole lot more of, like from these two next week. Oh, yeah. We left on a cliffhanger with them. Oh, wow. Apparently he's saying that she came on to me at my apartment. So essentially, they had they had broken up, gotten the divorce, and then she tried to reinitiate things. And again, it's like he seems he like spends a lot of time slandering people or like talking bad about people. So it's like it's not like oh, this happened. It's like oh, this person was entirely morally bankrupt. Which I think was part of the problem with the whole nightclub argument because part of it was he was afraid of her like finding somebody better than him <laughs> and leaving him. <laughs> but I feel like part of it was this type of moral like superiority where it's like, well, pff, I just, I don't know if like adults should be going to the club and like kind of makes you like this gross awful person to do that so that like you're talking about being like yeah well she she showed up drunk in the middle of the night trying to seduce me he's, trying to, he's trying to have the moral high ground right well and so i don't know what happened but like she seems to be like just straight up denying that that happened yeah i guess we will see uh, next week which one we believe i mean i kind of default don't believe him but Man, what a disaster those two ended up being. I know. We've been bemoaning this the entire season. <laughs> after after week three or whatever it was where we, we've ended the honeymoons, we're like, oh boy. This, this is going in all sorts of directions, but up. <laughs> went sideways. Sideways. Down. Down. Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> just all the directions all the negative directions so 
yeah, I, we'll see what other horrors await us from these two next week. A part of me is like, there can't be that much more awful stuff left, but I think I'm going to be wrong. We will see. It was it was an entertaining episode. Yes, yes, it was. And uh, man, we I can't I can't hardly believe it. We are almost to the end of the first group dates and hot takes. Married at first sight season recap. Next week will mark the completion of the first season that we have covered that is groundbreaking stuff everyone i mean i can barely contain my excitement i am bouncing off the walls over here because that is an important milestone in the history of both this show and just the world in general i would say it's just it's a pretty big deal monumental yes you said it perfectly it's monumental.